fuck on cocaine. I'm Leo. That's Mario. Have no fear. The sports entertainers are here. I am the heel, the seal, the deal, the bill, the stage, chilling, the answer. I hear the IWC, your boy, King, Mr. Rated R. Yeah. And our third man on the broadcast team. He's the analysis of the L. O. C. Tres. He's the man to put the honor back in Ring of Honor. And didn't kill him. Sorry. I'm sorry. He's a straight shooter on Twitter. And when it comes to wrestling, he has a radar from the mean streets of L.I. Yeah. Who? Yeah. 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 <laughs> I love this party music, baby. Let's go. Woo! Okay, Leo. Long Island, stand up. Leo. Woo! Oh, sorry. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Ah, <laughs> oh, damn. We need to do this every time. All right. Leo, <sighs> everyone be quiet. Leo, put my volumes up. It's up. Everyone be quiet. Let's all breathe with the switchblade. <laughs> but he's now your new IWGP World Heavyweight Champion, baby. Who? The Catalyst. Who? King Switch. Yeah. Switchblade. It's still his era, damn it. Oh my God! I'm I'm pumped, baby. I am fucking pumped. You're also lack of sleep, but it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was just gonna say that. Oh my God! <laughs> sleep deprived. Listen, it was all worth it. You know why it was all worth it? Cause Dominion felt like Dominion of old. Okay, it yeah. felt like Dominion pre-pandemic, pre-COVID, all that shit. It felt like Dominion when. Jericho fought Okada in the main event. It felt like Dominion when Okada defended against Kenny Omega in that classic, um, what was it, a 90-minute match. It felt Dominion of old. Jay White is back on top. The Bullet Club I like is the back shirt. on top. I like the shirt. It's fucking great. I love it. I love it. My guy, Jay White. New champ, baby. Long overdue, in my opinion. Way long overdue. I know he had that run. Um... In 2019, with the IWGP belt for a little bit, then he dropped it to Okada at MSG. This time, he deserves a lengthy run with this belt. Absolutely. And I could not be more excited uh, for his run, for his reign. You said to me this morning, I hope he holds it until Wrestle Kingdom. Mm -hmm. Bro, I hope he holds it past Wrestle Kingdom. Listen, I'm cool with that, this too. This guy deserves it. I'm cool with that, too. Listen. He deserves it. Listen, who else other than him right now really is deserving of that belt? I don't think anybody wants to see Naito winning it again. No. Um, Tanahashi, you know. Eventually, but not right now. That no good um, son of a bitch, Kota Ibushi. We definitely don't want to see him as champion, okay? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, you know, who, who knows when he's going to be back. Uh, he's dealing with his own uh, Demons. mess himself, mm -hmm. and I think he's still injured. But, um, yeah, I mean, there's nobody more deserving. You got Jay White back in Japan, finally, after not being there for a year. It was time, man. I, I said this to you off air. I'm not really sure. Well, I don't know. I mean, it's it's just weird timing because you got the Forbidden Door show, and I really thought they were going to keep the belt on Okada, and I probably would have had the belt on Okada for that Forbidden Door show. But I'm curious to see now what direction they go with everything because, um, you know, things just got way more interesting. Before we get started, Leo, how are you? I'm good. I was waiting for the... 
Uh, we're going Red Bull time. Uh, well, see, it was a very long night for me, okay? <laughs> so we're, we're like on our fifth Red Bull. <laughs> it was a very long night for me. Test hour in, baby. <laughs> Eastern Standard Time, Dominion started at 1 in the morning. I, yeah. I had a family thing yesterday, and I didn't get home to close to midnight. So there was no point for me to fall asleep. Oh, I'm sorry. I saw your message, but I was kind of like by Jupiter somewhere. Nah, so nah, that's why. It's okay. Yeah. So there, there was no point. It was pointless for me to get like an hour nap. It was just yeah. pointless. So I stayed up for the whole show. You're a trooper. And um, yeah, so for this special occasion, there's no Red Bull. Because uh, I think I need a bang in my life. So DDP? Thanks to Leo. Bang, bang! The old man. You know, he, he got me this bang. Energy beverage and you know hashtag Rebel presents. You know it's, I guess it's bang time. I don't know. There you go. Switch it up a little yeah. bit. I like it. The gimmick is still there. You know. There you go. And it's not like Rebel's giving us a check. You know, even though we're promoting right, every single exactly, fucking yeah. week. Yeah. Okay. Rojo Bull. Okay. New Japan Dominion. Jay White Okada. I really enjoyed the match. It, it was strong style. They told a really great story. And now. Jay White is going into Dominion. I mean, not Dominion. He's leaving Dominion, going to Forbidden Door if he even shows up there. Because based on the promo he cut, this guy pretty much just threw shade at the whole wrestling industry. And you know what? With everything he said, it's kind of hard to argue, man. He, he brought up some very interesting points, man. And listen, I'm, I'm here for it. I'm here for it. It's funny how he keeps like... Throws little teases like he wants to throw shade at Adam Cole and the Undisputed Elite, but then he quickly changes his tune. So I'm curious to make to it seem as somebody else. Right. He makes it seem like, no, we're all in the same you know, group. We're all good. You know, I'm curious to see, especially two weeks away from Forbidden Door, what's going to happen here, especially getting these old. I was telling you all, you know, because me, me and Ryan were uh, we were going back and forth after Dominion kind of went off air. After Jay White um, won the championship. And just based on that picture alone, right, you're kind of getting... I, I know everybody talks about, like, the elite era Bullet Club, right? Which I love. Mm. Okay, Kenny Omega, Cody Rhodes. You know, you can even throw um, Adam Cole when he was still in there, the Bucks, etc. But my favorite era of Bullet Club was 2014-2015 when AJ was there. Bucks, uh, the Good Brothers, Tamatanga. Like, at one point, Kenny Omega... At one point, I think they had every single title in the company. And when I look at that picture, that's what it reminds me of. It reminds me of that version of dominance. Club. Yes, dominance. That's the best way to describe it is dominance. And, you know, I know we were in, in the last episode that we recorded, which you guys should, you know, uh, check out. Um, we recorded on Tuesday. So, listen, you're getting in, in, in a week span, you're getting two episodes. OK, Dose. so I, I don't want to hear the peckerheads yeah. complaining. We were talking about Ace Austin joining the Bullet Club and we kind of, you know, poked fun on how many people are joining the Bullet Club. But it, it, I don't know about you, dude, but Ace Austin fits this group, bro. His swagger, his demeanor. Just look at that picture. Like he fits it. He he if. He fits it. Looking at that picture, you know, if you put it um, comparison to 2015 Bullet Club when AJ was still in it, it, it kind of feels the same. Yeah, I mean, that picture right there doesn't look too bad. It doesn't look like it's overcrowded with a bunch of people. Because you, we, like we talked about in, you know, the last episode, you kind of have that branch of, like, the House of Torture that but are still involved. Notice they weren't there. So I hope Not they there, just, yeah, so. I hope when the G1 plays out, they just completely kick them out. I don't really know why they haven't just kicked them out already. I, they they just don't fit. They they're never there. Evil and Jay White have always had like some like weird tension going on. So I don't even think they were ever 
like in the same ring together. Right. And obviously Jay White's the leader. So it's just kind of even weird in the first place for them to even be associated with Bullet Club. I would just kick them out. Um, the only person really missing from this photo is uh, Juice Robinson. And obviously he's out with appendicitis. Right. So, uh, but it doesn't look too bad. It doesn't look too crowded. But uh, yeah, like I completely 100% agree with you. It definitely gives off old school 2014, 2015 Bullet Club vibes. Uh, it's crazy how in 2022, Bullet Club is still on top. And yep. uh, man, this is like the group that'll never die at this point. Like they'll just keep, uh, you know, taking it to the next level. And, uh, you know, it's obviously being represented in different companies. Impact Wrestling, it's, it's really big in. You got Chris Bay in there, and now you got yep. Ace Austin as well. So they'll represent uh, Bullet Club with the uh, the Good Brothers. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah, man, this Bullet Club is is just – it's pretty cool to see them on top. And that photo, man, is is freaking badass. Now, yeah. isn't, isn't it crazy that with just nine guys that are in that picture, plus the couple other guys that are sc- scattered throughout, it doesn't feel like a lot because you're able to tell different stories. I think I think one of the biggest things that happened with the NWO when they were like 39 deep is that you lost those guys. So just by having 9, 10, maybe 12 guys, you're still able to tell a good story with every one of them because they're, mm-hmm. they're in your face, not just like at one point where you just have like 40 people in. Yeah, Kevin Kelly and uh, my guy uh, Chris Charleston on commentary, I remember during the six-man tag when the Ace Austin, ELP, my guy uh, Ishimori, when they were facing Lij, they kept on t- they kept on emphasizing like the dominance of like the junior heavyweight division in Bullet Club. How they pretty much have like junior heavyweights like across like the world, you know, representing mm-hmm. Bullet Club in that division. So especially with Ace Austin being the X division champion and ELP Ishimori, they're always like lingering in the junior tag division as well. And you know, obviously Ishimori is a junior heavyweight champion. And then with Chris Bay, I think you could do something fun with them too, especially with like New Japan having like the Super J Cup. I think, you know, you could even throw him in there and maybe he could represent Bullet Club in that fashion. So I think you could do a lot of fun things there. And even just the, the unit of like Ace Austin, ELP, and Ishimori, like even that trio, like the way they work together, it wouldn't shock me if they, they at some point they try to challenge for the Never Openweight uh, Championships too, the six man. Yeah, yeah, why not? I mean, God, I don't even know who's holding those belts, but those things. The House of Torture, which is Bullet Club of Jays. (laughs) Oh, there you go. Yeah, so I don't know. I guess, uh, you know, that could be a way to kind of uh, throw a a wrench in that uh, House of Torture Bullet Club, um, you know, you know, type of thing. But yeah, um, they're definitely very well represented in the junior division, but. The junior division to me is just, uh, I mean, it's there's not many guys there. I mean, you know, the, they brought in a lot of guys from the outside, like, you know, uh, Alex Sane yep. and, and Ace Austin and stuff too like that. But, I mean, man, like, I don't know. I mean, ELPs now is going to be in the G1, and we'll talk about that. So maybe he's starting yeah. to graduate out of the junior division, yep. which would be cool. Yep. Um, and, yeah, I mean, Ishimori too. I mean, I don't really know what more he can do there. Um, but it's kind of just weird if you have too many juniors, like, in the mix together with Bullet Club, like, that's three people that aren't going to be feuding with each other because they're in the same group. And then, like I said, I mean, how many more juniors do you really have? I mean, the Romo too, he's another one that's probably going to graduate eventually to the heavyweights. Um, I mean, there, there's still a lot wrong with new Japan. I mean, the tag division, yeah, is it's still it's, not, it's not perfect. Good. It's not perfect. Um, yeah. But like I said, right now, it's very interesting to see what Bullet club's doing. Obviously Jay wiping on top of as, uh, you know, Heavyweight champ, Carl Anderson, won the Never Openweight Championship. I think Chase Owens and, and Bad Luck Foley, they're not. Yeah, they, they, they dropped the they titles lost. back to uh, yeah. United Empire, so um, I, yeah. Greg I have a, and Jeff Cobb. I have a question about New Japan. So when they're, when they're 
they nominate them or when they talk about them as being juniors? Is it because of the size or is it because of the division that they're in? Well, it's it's weight. It's weight. Okay, and, weight. All right, yeah. so it does go by weight. Okay. <laughs> it goes by weight, but one thing we – I guess we could blend this in with the G1 mm-hmm. since they made the G1 announcement. EOP is in the G1 this year, so kind of going back to what you're saying, he's kind of graduating – and I guess he's becoming a heavyweight, and that's something I've been saying for God knows how long with the LP. Like, he has the potential to go kind of like in a Kenny Omega route and graduate from junior to heavyweight. I mean, well, you could throw in Will Ospreay as well. Yeah, yeah, Will Ospreay is a perfect example of a guy who did that. He was huge in the in the uh, you know junior division, winning best of super juniors, uh, you know, two times. And uh, now look at him, man. It's hard to eat. It's it's hard to look at Will Ospreay and I, even <laughs> like picture him right. being a junior. Like it's just like God. That you remember when he was a junior? Like it wasn't that long ago. But man, it just feels like uh, it, it's hard to to picture because, like I said, he's killing it in the heavyweight division now, and he's obviously bulked up yep. uh, so much. And you know. I'm sure ELP, if he's serious about going to heavyweight, which I'm sure he will be. I mean, nobody nobody has aspirations to be a junior for their, their whole entire New Japan career. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I'm curious to see how he does there. And, and he gives off, obviously, like uh, insane Prince Devitt vibes. So I, yes. I think he could be a big-time player in the heavyweight division. And all the matchups that he can have, uh, yeah, I'm ready for him, man. I'm, I'm looking forward to him in the G1. I was very excited when I saw that. Now, do, do you guys think, sorry, Mario, but, but do you guys think, like, by having these many junior guys in there, it kind of makes the group look a little bit, like, not as strong? Because you need, you need those heavyweights in there to kind of, like, use that force, right? Like, the good brothers and things like that. Um, do you guys think by them having juniors, it kind of makes them look a little bit weaker? No, I think it's pretty cool. I think, uh, especially because the way they carry themselves, they don't mm-hmm. carry themselves like they're lesser than, and okay. that's big. Mm-hmm. Like, Ace Austin, yeah, he's a junior, but... You know, you look at him. A lot of people have been saying, like, hey, why doesn't he go after the world title in Impact Wrestling? And I'm mm-hmm. in, in that, you know, boat as well. Like, Ace Austin's a star, and plus he's a Jersey guy. So, you know, I got to represent my, my Jersey brethren. But, yeah, I don't think it makes it weaker. The thing about Bullet Club is it's all about how you carry yourself and the, the swagger you kind of have, right? Mm-hmm. And I feel like a lot of members have that swagger. And then you have some members that's like, why are you in Bullet Club, my guy? Like, <laughs> you just yeah. don't fit but uh they did announce the the participants for the g1 and i'll just read you off the names real quick they haven't announced the blocks yet but mm-hmm. this is who the, the names we got so we got okada tamatanga tanahashi tom waller who's been killing in new japan strong former mlw world champion you got jonah formerly bronson reed this piece of garbage in new japan yoshihashi that guy's fucking useless i was telling ryan privately and i'll say it on air if this man wins any match in the g1 I am going to lose my fucking mind and go on a full-fledged rant on the show. Tori Yano, I know a lot of people like Yano. I, I'm just not a fan, but I, I get it why he's in the G1. Ishii is always fun. Jeff Cobb, Great Khan, Will Ospreay, Hanari, Shingo, Sonata, Naito, Jay White, Evil, Kenta, Yuroju Takahashi, which, you know, he's another guy that's going to just take L's in, yeah. in, the, in the tournament, but I, I don't hate him as much as I hate Yoshihashi. Uh, Balor, Fale, Chase Owens, Juice Robinson, Taichi, Zako Zaba Jr. Uh, Lance Archer, David Finley, and my guy, El Phantasmo. I think the G1 uh, announcement and the participants pretty cool. Man, you can make the argument. There's a couple names on there that you're like, ah, do we really need them? Maybe we wanted a more some more AEW representation. Some more impact, maybe some impact representation, and I get all that, so I understand that for frustrations. But I also want to point out, right? 
A lot of the people that are fucking complaining about the G1, right? Some don't even fucking watch the G1, no. all right? No, they don't. Complain yeah. like, oh, how come there's no more AEW, guys? How do we know that this wasn't an AEW call and it was more of a New Japan call saying like, hey, we just want Lance Archer? Like, we, we don't know, right? Maybe it was schedule conference. I don't know. I don't see that being scheduling for an impact. Like, I, I, like I really wanted to see like a guy like Moose be part of the G1, especially because yeah, he's having yeah. this feud with Sammy Callahan and Impact. Mm-hmm. So, like, if Sammy beats Moose and Impact, yo, just let him right off into the sun- sunset and just have a week, like a month and some change off of Impact, and then have have him have a great showing in the G1, and then he comes back and he has a kind of a chip on his shoulder and say like, hey, I killed him in the G1. Like I want my title back, or I want to do this. I want to do that. I think you it, it adds layers, to right? Whatever you could have done tell. something great with Moose. Unfortunately, we're not getting that. So, like, I get from like the New Japan diehards that wanted to see like a different uh, bit of seasoning, a different bit of flavor in the G One. But I mean, we are kind of getting that with like Tom Lawler and Jonah. No, but but it goes back to what you were saying. These are people that are not watching the no, product. They're not watching the it's, again. They're not watching the G One. So so now take it the other way. Forbidden Door. Why can we get more? You know what I mean? Why can we get more talent from New Japan? It, it kind of goes both ways. Again, if they're not watching the product, they're just gonna bitch and moan about the people that they know. Also, and 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 Ryan, you could go um, right after I say this. Dale, Another sorry. thing I want to add on is the amount of people that I saw talking about Jay White winning the world title. It makes me laugh. Because these are the same fucking accounts and content creators and people that report wrestling, right? That was talking shit about Forbidden Door when they made the fucking announcement and fucking crapping on Forbidden Door and saying, like, oh, it's going to be a sausage fest, blah, blah, blah. Oh, there's going to be no women, etc. Mm-hmm. Oh, nobody talks about New Japan anymore. Oh, like, Bullet Club is yeah. whack. Now, all of a sudden, because going into Dominion, there was a lot of traction. There was a lot of excitement go- behind the Bullet Club and Jay White and this main event. Now, all of a sudden, everybody wants to talk about New Japan. Now, everybody wants to, oh, Jay White's a new champion. Meanwhile, they mm-hmm. do not talk about New Japan. And they're the same people that yeah. was trashing New Japan a month ago. Oh, because Tanahashi shows up in AEW. Now, everybody's like, oh, oh, man, Forbidden Door looks like it's going to be good. Oh, shut the fuck up, man. You, you guys are nothing but fucking cloud chasers and culture vultures and fucking want to jump on something when all of a sudden it becomes hot. But go ahead, Ryan. Yeah, no, I mean, that's typical. That's not even with just New Japan. That's with everything. I mean, like, like whatever the cool thing is uh, going on in wrestling, people always try and jump on the bandwagon as if they know everything that's going on when some of them literally just follow one company and one company only, probably the, the WWE marks. You know, they see something cool going on in New Japan or AEW, whatever. Uh, you know, most of the time they'll probably shit on it. But, like, if they try and, you know, uh, jump on the bandwagon and, you know, talk about how cool it is and everything. It's like, yeah, they're all fake. They, they don't watch everything. They don't support everything. They have no clue what they're really talking about. Uh, yeah, that's just what you're going to get uh, with this fan base. We, not we, uh, some wrestling fans are just whack, man. Yeah, I agree. Another thing coming out of Dominion is interesting. We, we talked about Carl Anderson defeating Tom Tunga for the Never Openweight Championship. I'm curious the direction of the Good Brothers going forward because they're Contracts are up, I believe, next week, the day of Slammiversary, where they're challenging the Briscoes for the Tag Team Champions. I'm curious. With, with Impact, right? With Impact. I'm okay. curious if they're going to resign with Impact or they're just going to be like freelancers and appear wherever they want and just be like kind of like New Japan exclusive, maybe. I don't know. Yeah, that's going to be interesting. Yeah, I don't know. You know, I could see them signing with AEW and, you know, doing AEW New Japan. Um, I, I mean, I don't know. I don't think it's out of the question that they resign with, uh, with Impact, but. I don't know. I just feel like 
they could they could do a lot more. And again, it's not a shot at impact or whatever, but I mean, how many tag teams are there? They've already held the the, the tag titles a few times, right? right. Like what, what are they really going to do an impact? I don't want to see them go to AEW unless it's like on a part-time basis where they just kind of show up through the forbidden door, right? Like yeah. when they show up from time to time. I don't want unless Listen, because they they're friends with the Bucks, so I'm sure the Bucks are going to be like, just sign my sign my friends, right? If they're going to get a check, like I get it, but like, what really are the Good Brothers going to do in AEW, right? right? Listen, listen, yeah, we could talk about how great the AEW tag team division is. Listen, right now, honestly, it's not. I wouldn't even go. What I wouldn't even rave about it, to be honest. I mean, the, the half of the tag teams that they have, they don't even use. They don't even have have them in title matches, bro. Best friends should have been tag team champions already. Yeah, uh, I agree. I agree. You know, they're two that obviously have not even sniffed a shot. I don't even think. I mean, maybe if they did, it was one time. They have not, you know, even come close. Um, you know, there's a bunch of other tag teams too. They're just doing nothing with. Oh. And uh, I, w- I want you to hold that because oh, there, there's going to be a specific topic about AEW where we can <laughs> talk about like this, the roster and other. <laughs> Other things, and I think. All, I, the other good stuff. I, I think you know where I'm going to go with that, but just to wrap up for with, with New Japan, because there, there, there's there's like a, dof, a a lot of different layers going into New Japan, coming out of Dominion, going towards Forbidden Door. Where do you think Jay White goes from here? Because Adam Cole brought up a good point on Wednesday Night Dynamite when Hangman completely just blew past Jay White and was just like, "Oh, I want Okada." Which, that was kind of like a dick mood coming from Hangman, at least from a viewer. I'm like, yo, how are you going to just like discredit my guy, Jay yeah, White? Yeah. And now Jay White's talking all this shit. I'm like, good for Jay White. Talk your shit, bro. Because now you're the real world champion. Because in, over at AEW, there is no world champion anymore. I mean, there is. But, you know, he's hurt. But do you think we're going to get, like, Jay White just challenge someone completely different? Do you think he's going to show up? I, I think he is going to show up at Forbidden Door, but do we get, like, still Heyman and Okada? Like, where, where do we yeah, go like, from how, here? How do you or play it? if Adam Cole's 100%, do, see, they can't even I, – I, I, I was thinking four-way, but then how other things are transpiring at the show, I don't think that's going to be uh, – I don't think that's plausible. Why? Oh, we'll Why? get to that later. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Say no more, fam. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I – I think they're gonna go. I mean, I, I would do uh, Hangman and Jay White, and I would do Adam Cole versus Okada. Those are the two matches I would do. I'm not really sure why they had Hangman call out Okada. Maybe that was to to you know add more uh, fire to the storyline of him overlooking Jay White. Jay White wins, and then you know Hangman ends up wanting him, and then Jay White's like, "Well, no, screw you. You know, you overlooked me. You don't want me. Whatever, blah blah blah." And that's how they lead to that match. Um, but I, yeah, I. I just have a feeling that because if if you do Hangman and Okada one on one without the title, then what does Jay White do? I mean, Jay White's going to be a part of that show. So if Jay it, White's a dick, you know what I would do? I would be like Jay White just to add more heat to him. I'm like, I'll face you, Hangman, but not for the title because you don't deserve. It. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, that would that, that would that would be awesome. <laughs> that I, would be I, great. I, it wouldn't happen. I don't think it would happen. No, no but it plays up to his character though. Right, it does. But it, but then, you know, like, he basically said he wants the IWGP title. So if the title wasn't on the line, then he probably wouldn't even re- – I mean, in theory, he probably wouldn't even wrestle Jay White then if the title wasn't on the line. Um, you know, I'm thinking realistically here. I know it's wrestling. But, um, yeah, I don't know. Listen, honestly, regarding Forbidden Door, I just kind of feel underwhelmed. It's um, cursed. The show's been fucking cursed, bro. We talked about it on Tuesday. 
Yeah, listen, I was uh, all in. I was. I I knew that yeah, the uh, the flights were pretty expensive. But I was going to find my way there. I'm not even going to try now. Uh, to me, it's just not worth it. It's not really, and I hate that I feel like this, but I just feel like the show is not what I expected it to be. And I know they got crushed with the CM Punk injury. And yeah, I know Mox and Tanahashi is going to be a great match. And yeah, ZSJ and and Brian are going to be great. All the matches are going to be good. If it's Hangman and Jay White, it's going to be good. To me, there these just aren't dream matches, you know. Like in my opinion, I just I don't know. I wanted to see some like Okada and Brian. Uh, I you mean, know. we could we could still get that. I mean, listen, they haven't announced the full card, okay? Yeah. And typical New Japan style, they're probably gonna announce the full card a week before the show. Yeah, and I'm sure it's gonna have like a million ten man tag team uh, <laughs> matches too. It's like a typical New Japan show, and see, like I just I don't know. I don't want that. Um, I don't really know what they're doing with the tag title situation, too. I don't know. I'm sure the show will be good. It's, Obviously, it'll it's, be great. It's just not the show you, I feel I expected um, for this. It you know? sounds like while the show is cursed, and I'll tell you guys privately uh, a theory I have that you guys are going to crack up. I already shout out to Teddy because I see her in the chat. I, I'll tell you guys. I don't want to say it on air. Don't I don't want to say it. Don't say I'm it. not going to say it on air. Don't I'll tell it. you guys private, privately. But. Listen, I'm excited for Forbidden Door, right? I'm excited to go to Chicago. I'm going to see the restaurants, Teddy and Iridian. Like, I'm excited for it. We, we have the whole weekend planned out, et cetera. I'm, I'm here for it. But it does feel since the CM Punk injury, everything has just gone downhill with this Forbidden yeah. Door show. And I'm not saying that the show's not going to be great, okay? Like, the show, still, we could still come out of the show and be like, man, this is one of the, the, the shows of the year, right? But... It does feel like the show has a little bit like a dark cloud over it. And without much substance, it's still kind of weird that even with without much substance, it still feels kind of convoluted. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah, no, I know what you mean. Yeah. And listen, this is probably not going to be the only one that they do, all right? Because Kenny Omega is going to come back eventually, right? right. He's probably going to be part of that. Um, in some way, you know, when whenever Kota Ibushi gets his shit together, that'd be cool to to see him on the show. Um, you know, and, and even too, like, and you know, it's so weird. Like, nobody's talking about any like match for a guy like Naito. You know, well, we were well, we mentioned we mentioned um, on Tuesday's episode, which I highly recommend you guys, you know, check that episode out because you're getting two pretty much two episodes in a week span. Okay, less than a week span. But we talked about how I, I think it would be a fun match, and I know it goes back to like the whole. So many multi-man matches, but listen, it wouldn't be no New Japan show without multi-man matches. Yeah. I think we could be pretty cool, especially with their history. Get an Lij versus the Jericho Appreciation Society match. Get just get an easy, you know, like a, a ten-man tag. And then the other issue too is you you're trying to build to this cross-promotion show while you're still building angles within AEW, right? Uh and, you know, yeah. like, th that's another issue, too. Like, okay, my guy Will Ospreay, right? He just won the United States Championship. Well, maybe the interim United States Championship. I don't know. That. Talk about interim titles. Like, this whole situation with the United States title, that, that's a title that's cursed, right? But yeah. in theory, Will Ospreay is the United States champion right now, right? Let's rewind back to this week. Us as diehards fans that watch everything, I think we picture a guy like Ospreay challenging, like, a, a main guy or, like, a, a guy that's, like, that has some, like, you know, like, it has some leverage, right, in AEW. Yeah. Like, like I'm just going to throw a couple names out there, right? Like, like someone like a Sammy Guevara or, like, maybe a Scorpio yeah. Sky or, like, a Hangman Page if he didn't call out Okada or guys like that, right? 
Yep. But instead, they attack FTR and Trent Beretta, which is cool, but at the same time, it's like it doesn't make sense for a guy like Will Ospreay. Because when we think of Will Ospreay, we think of somebody him challenging a main event guy like like a Samoa Joe or like an Adam Cole or like the list goes on and on, especially with the death of like the roster AEW has. A guy like Will Ospreay shouldn't be involved with the program with FTR. And that's not yeah. taken away from FTR, but Osprey's not part of a tag team. Assuming Osprey is on this show, obviously I'm sure he will be. Um, he's probably going to be in a six man tag, right, with him and um, and um, Aussie Open, right, against somebody, you know, three other people. I don't really know who, but yeah, I mean, he should be facing, like you said, a guy like Sammy, a guy like maybe uh, I don't know, like a Dante Martin, maybe a Ray Phoenix, yeah. like I don't know, a Pac, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, you know. Yeah. Somebody cool like that, something we've never seen before, and like a guy that we have never pictured to go up against Will Ospreay before. Like, that's the type of shit I want to see on the Forbidden Door show. I know we're not going to get that uh, to me, and I hope they don't do this. And I'm, I'm sure Tony Khan's not this dumb, even though I'm sure he's a big fan of of, of this guy. But uh, oh boy. <laughs> it seems like they kind of going for Will Ospreay versus Trent Beretta. For the oh, freaking title. Congratulations. <laughs> you played yourself. Listen, I love Trent, okay? Trent's my guy, but... Trent should either be with my guy Chucky e. T challenging like an, a, a tag team or something, or tonight, well, this morning in Dominion, they had Rocky Romero, uh, you know, try to jump in and attack Jeff Cobb and uh, Great O'Conn, and then he got beat the fuck up trying to get payback. So Trent should be involved in a tag match at Forbidden Door, not. And I'm yeah. sure Trent and Osprey would have a great match. It's not that. It's no. just when you oh, look yeah. at when you look at presentation, right? Osprey should be challenging someone else, like an Adam Cole or like you a could, bigger one, you or like go, a bigger draw. Yeah, or Kyle O'Reilly or Samoa Joe, yeah. or s- some right. somebody oh, to that caliber. Darby Allen. Yeah, or Darby Allen, right? Not someone like Trent. Trent should be involved in in, in a tag division yeah. match. Oh, I, I'm sure he will be. I'm just saying, like the way they the the Osprey introduction this past Wednesday and goes goes right for Trent. Like this just makes me think that that's what they were setting up for. And I'm just like. I don't know. Like I said, this whole show, and I'm curious to see now with Dominion in the books, uh, we're full speed ahead. Now the build really has to start beginning on Dynamite. Like we got to see a lot of New Japan guys coming across, or even if like they don't appear on the show, like we need video packages. We need to get the full card. Like we need to know. We need to get a better idea of what these matches are going to be because we only have, to, I think, including weeks, this week, two weeks, only two corner. weeks, two weeks. That's it. Yeah, two weeks. That's it. And we have no clue what half the card looks. I'm gonna like, be so. honest with you, Ryan. I expect full shenanigans at the Forbidden Door, and let me explain. I expect run-ins galore in this show, okay? I fully expect whatever what? <laughs> Will Ospreay's involved in, I fully expect Juice Robinson to, to make a run-in, okay? That's what I expect. Worse than the MSG show we went to? Because that I one love, had a lot I of love, run-ins. Well, the MSG show wasn't a bad show. It was just the Ring of Honor stuff that no, was No, no, I'm bad. talking about like, like the run-ins is what I'm talking about. Right. Wait, listen, it, maybe the curse is anytime New Japan cross-promotes with another organization, that's the curse, okay? Could be. <laughs> hey, listen, they, they almost had that show just by themselves at Madison Square Garden. Uh, what was that, in 2020 that they were going to do? the um, I forgot that's what the show was going to be called at MSG. And they were, it was going to be a standalone New Japan show. So maybe they just need to do that. Maybe they just need to not play with other people. Like play by themselves. Shout out to um, our buddy Brian, formerly the Royal Ramble or the Ramble Royalty. He just said FTR versus Rapungi Vice versus 
Cobb and Ocon. Listen, if you really want to all out the MSG show, you throw a fourth team in there, and then you have a fatal four-way for all the championships. Throw the Ring of Honor titles, the IWGP tag titles. Okay, we could just do that. And then just have Enzo and Kaz. No, 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 no. No. We don't want them. We don't want them. We do not want them. We don't want them. No, no. Oh, man. It's like blending in like the the kind of like the fallout of Dominion going into this Forbidden Door show. Because now like AEW New Japan really got to go like full force on like building the show. Yeah. Yeah. Like I said, we only have two weeks left. I I mean, there's no build right now. So they got to get a move on it. Now Dominion's over. There's no excuse. So we got Mox and Tanahashi uh, to crown the interim World heavyweight champion. In is that AEW. like the only one that the only uh, match that's uh, that's out there, or is there more matches than that one? That's a, the only one I think as a right. Well, do you want it, Ryan? Let me ask you a question. Do you want to kind of just blend in some of the stuff that happened in Dynamite with this just New Japan conversation? Yeah, yeah. It, why not? It, it kind of works out, right? right? See, Ryan's like, yeah, why not? Yeah. Who gives a shit? You know, we're we're, we're, we're sports. Yeah, we're, 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 listen, we're, we're we're sports. Entertainers, okay. It's our own fucking show. It's our own fucking show. It's you know, it's me, Joe. And me, Joe, Bobby. <laughs> so sorry. <laughs> the other match that that we're sure that we're gonna get is we're getting this fatal four way, and not just any fatal four way, Leo. Okay, huh. we're gonna get this fatal four way to crown the new and, and new. the first ever, first ever AEW All Atlantic Championship, even though there's a Japan flag in the title. Yeah, now, yeah. listen. I know there were some jokes. I like the belt, though. The belt is fucking beautiful. Yes. All right? And this might shock some of you, but I'm all for more titles. But let me explain why. Let me explain why. Because I know the wrestling purists are going to be like, really, Mario? You out of all people are all for titles. Mr. Rated R, you're on the clock. AEW roster's fucking stacked, okay? And one thing we know about Tony Khan is that man loves him some championships, Okay. We got the every AEW title, you know, we got interim titles. We got AEW championships, and we got the Ring of Honor championships. We have the FTW championship. We got Adam Cole and Britt Baker holding the Owen Hart championships. All right? Championships galore. Do those One, count? Listen, I didn't think they counted. To me, it's like they hold it as a trophy. Yeah, that's what I thought. But then fucking on Rampage, Tony Schiavone tells, when, she's in, when he's interviewing Britt Baker, goes like, the Owen Hart women's champion, Britt Baker. No. And I'm like, what? What happened? Yeah. So, like, I, I don't know what they're doing over there. But the man, Tony Khan loves him some championships. Listen, I know it's kind of convoluted at times, especially, like, you know, with FTR, they're the Ring of Honor tag champs, and these are the tag champs that matter, and this and that. and. But you know what? I'm here for it. I'm here for another title. Why not? They're, they're, listen, the roster's fucking stacked. I'm here for the shenanigans. I'm here for the shenanigans. <laughs> the title's fucking beautiful. Listen, I know it's an unpopular opinion, but I'm here for it. And listen, this little tournament they're doing, especially what we saw from Buddy Matthews and Pac on Dynamite. Listen, this tournament looks like something. And we're and we're gonna get, we're guaranteed to get an amazing fatal four-way at Forbidden Door. We got Ethan Page and Miro. I expect Miro to go over there. Penta and Malachi Black. I expect Malachi to go over there. And then we got two unannounced New Japan talents that are gonna be part of this too. So, listen, I think we're going to get a, de- a dope Fatal 4-Way. And, hey, why not? Give me all the titles, all right? Give me all the championships. I'm here for it, all right? I'm popular opinion, but I'm here for it. Ryan, you look like you want to throw up. Yeah, no, <laughs> not happy at all. Ryan, you look like you're not fucking happy. He's not happy. No, sir. They did not need another title. <laughs> <laughs> 
they they did not. They they don't need another title. I understand that the roster's stacked beyond belief, and I get that. And I know, you know, well, I mean, after a while, you can only do so many storylines with two guys. If they're not fighting for a title, what the hell are they fighting over? I get that. But my goodness, it just seems way too just convoluted it, it's it's just it's too much it, it's too much oversaturation um then then not, not even to put it let's you got the freaking ring of honor belts on the show too you'll have the random uh triple a titles on the show i mean dude you got these owen hart belts dude there's so many bro everybody's gonna be walking around with the championship and it's just kind of just it's gonna it's just it's too much, man. They did not need this. Uh, the fact that it's all Atlantic. Meanwhile, there's a Japanese flag on it, a Chinese flag on it. Uh, this shit makes no sense, bro. Honestly, like when they when they said they were going to announce new championships, I thought it was going to be the the, the six man title. Yeah, that's what I thought too. I, I and thought then the they're like thing. all Atlantic title. I'm like, what the hell is this shit? You know, like because and, and then you know you know the trios belts are coming, so there's more titles. You know what's coming it's too? Just, the all Pacific. Championship. Well, Pacific is going to be coming. Yeah, yeah. Can we get a yeah, South American title? title? We're there, getting a, a South American championship. I'll get a South American title. Okay, we're getting that too. I feel like whenever the ball gets rolling with Ring of Honor, I think the Ring of Honor titles are going to stay in their world. And they better. They better. Their roster stack. And you know what? Looking at after what I named, who I named that I think are are going to go in in these. Uh, Matches, right? You know, like for to determine the fatal four way. Listen, I can tell you right off the bat, whoever goes from New Japan, they're not winning the championship. I think the the two favorites for me is either Malachi or Miro. Yeah, yeah, I think that's a safe bet. I mean, my God, give it to Malachi, please. Mm-hmm. Me, God, this guy has been a, just a total. He's been a total waste in AEW, and I'll be the first one to admit it. He's done nothing. He's done absolutely nothing. Yeah, House of Black is cool, but I mean, listen, he needs to do more. They need more of a direction. He needs something. Yeah, I mean, listen, this Fatal 4-Way is going to be awesome. Why is there only one New Japan guy in it, though? Like, why, why couldn't you have two New Japan guys and two AEW guys in it? I don't understand. You just have one, you know, you can have a random New Japan guy in with three AEW guys. Do we want to speculate who the New Japan guys are, the two New Japan guys that are going to, you know, face off to qualify for this 4-Way? Do we want to speculate who would they be? Jay White. Well, it's not going to be Jay White, Leo. Sorry. <laughs> no, it's probably going to be, I'm thinking like um, uh, an Ishii. And like, uh, I don't know, like Ishii and Shingo, I'll say. I like that. I like uh, I like Ishii and Shingo. You know, first of all, they'll put on a banger, and then you know yeah. we'll have one of them qualify. That, that's a that's a pretty good pick right there. Those two good picks. You know, what are you thinking? I don't know, man. I don't know. After you know, I was thinking it's not going to be like a main event New Japan no, guy because this is not a main event could, title, really. I could see those two names that you mentioned. If, if Shingo's not in it, maybe a Sonata. Yeah, I could see Sonata. Yeah. Sonata. I don't know. Those, those are the only. I, I don't. I don't know. Mate. See Naito. You know, he's still like battling injuries and still wrestling. So I don't think a Naito would be in it. Because Damon says uh, it's going to be uh, Yoshihashi. <sighs> you want to? No. Shout out to my buddy Damon. It was his birthday yesterday. Happy birthday, Damon. No, no, I do not want to Yoshihashi. Absolutely not. Yoshihashi. I was telling the guys off air before we hit live. Yoshihashi is the Kona Reeves of New Japan. That dude is useless and a piece of garbage. Okay? He's not that bad. He's terrible. He's not that bad. 
I feel for my I feel for Yoshihashi. I really do. <laughs> Dude, most iconic moment of Yoshihashi's career when he ran down to the ring and he bust he busted his head open <laughs> when he fell off the ramp. Dude, honestly, I felt so bad, but oh my goodness, that was like that was like Titus O'Neil uh at the at the Saudi Arabia type Yo, of hilarious. Yoshihashi's terrible, bro. That I, I just he's just awful. He's just god awful. Listen, it was like, I, I forget, it was like maybe three something in the morning, all right, while I was watching Dominion. And, you know, I'm excited they're making this, the G1 announcement and shit in there. And I'm like, okay, I'm getting the regular people, okay? And I'm like, okay, cool, cool. I expect the Naitos and the Jay Whites and the Okadas and the Shingos. But when I saw the graphic for Yoshihashi, I started fucking yelling. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? He's your favorite guy. <laughs> really? Why? 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 That's why he wasn't even on the card. He's Listen, trash. This is honestly the problem, too. And this is why, I mean, when you, when you said earlier that people are already complaining about the G1, you're like, oh, people are complaining that, uh, you know, not enough AEW guys are representing it, blah, blah, blah. I thought, and listen, this is a, this is a, a you know, good, uh, you know, complaint to have, is that there, why is there a 28-man yeah, yeah, tournament? Yeah. You could easily cut off. Of Yoshihashi, Yujiro Takahashi, yeah. uh, Chase Owens, I believe he's in it. Yeah. Um, you know, H okay, listen, and, uh, they they could they could get rid of Hanare. All right, I don't want to see him in the G one. Hanare, he's another Joe Bear that listen, I don't want to see in the G one. David Finley, you know, you don't need David Finley in there. Uh, there's plenty of fat that you could trim off this freaking list. You don't need a G1 this big. You know these guys aren't winning, bro. You know these guys have no shot. They'll be lucky if they get two points out of this, okay? Any of these guys. Listen, complete sidebar. Brian just popped me so hard on the chat. He goes, like, comparing Yoshihashi to Konori is a step too far. <laughs> Never is. Nope. We'll allow it. Brian, you know damn well Yoshihashi is useless. Okay, he's the code of reason you Poor Yoshihashi, man. The guy is just a <laughs> poor innocent soul. Everybody shits all over him. <laughs> Listen, one of the biggest highlights of like my wrestling fandom going to live shows. Was oh, at the yeah. hammer, was at the hammer when he faced ball, Kenta? And the place was just <laughs> Oh my god. Well, first of all, Kent Kenta's a bore in in himself. I I, I freaking I freaking hate Kenta. I, I, I'm not a Kenta guy at all. Tell me how you and, really feel there, right? Yo. And literally him and Yoshihashi together, I felt like walking out, catching the train, going home. Oh, that was absolutely what what in the god's name were they thinking for that? We one? deserve this. Listen, Yoshihashi just got booed out of the building. Booed! Like oh, oh my god. Poor Yoshihashi, man. Oh my god, that was that's a good pop. That's some good laughs right there. All right. Back to the All-Atlantic Championship. Get the frustration from people saying, like, it's it's just too many titles. You got the Ring of Honor titles. I get all that. I understand all that 1,000%. And part of me supporting it is is for, like, comedy reasons, right? Because it's like, oh, great, another title. But listen, the title's beautiful. We have a lot of main event guys at AEW. That, that's the thing. Tony Khan does this himself, right? He keeps on hiring all these fucking talents. Ex-WWE guys. All right? And it's like, what the fuck? Like... You got to give these guys something. And while I don't mind the name, but it's just the, the the Japanese flag that just, you know, I think the Japanese flag and I think it's, uh, there's like the, the China flag too on there, if I'm uh, not mistaken. Yeah. yeah. I think is Japan, Canada, U.S., England. I don't know what that third one is. And Mexico. Well, yeah, see, I don't know. 
yeah, I, I mean, it's pretty embarrassing. Should probably know what the Chinese flag looks like, right? But I heard Dave Meltzer and Brian Alvarez were going off on the title, and, and Dave's like, <laughs> "Wow, hold on, wait, too. Meltzer and Alvarez were going, were going off on the championship." Yeah, they hate it. They, they hate the idea of it. Yeah, Dave Meltzer. Oh my God, he popped me so so big. I was listening to it on you know, Wrestling Observer Radio, and like uh, Brian Alvarez is like. Why do we have another title? And Dave goes, Jesus Christ, I know. How many titles are we going to uh, have? It is, it is a Chinese flag. It is a Chinese flag. Okay, all, so in all seriousness, what are the chances we're going to get a Pacific championship? <laughs> Dude, and, and that's another thing, too. You're calling this the All-Atlantic title, which means, like, it, does it always have to be defended against the guy represented by one of those, you know, countries there? I, like, feel, I so, feel like... like who I feel like if they want to put like a gimmick attached to this title, it's like you always got to defend it from someone that represents like another country, right? Like that's got to be you the have gimmick. To defend it it can't be. It can't be two American guys. But listen, AEW's roster is so stacked. You could yeah. have so many different matchups up with different people from representing different countries. Like you could have that. It can only it's be not defended. impossible. It it's, not, o- it's not impossible. It can only be defended in the in the Atlantic Ocean. <laughs> <laughs> It has to be. It has to be on the Jericho Cruise. <laughs> yeah, honestly, that that's where it, it should be like the world title of the Jericho Cruise. Right there. Listen, man, if we're talking about titles, like since AEW is bringing all these different titles and creating all these different titles, okay, I don't think it's out of the question. Since WWE has a Universal Championship, I would not be surprised if we get like a Galaxy Championship. Okay, imagine no, that. Jesus Christ, I mean, dude, listen. At this point, at this point, nothing's out of out of the question. I, Tony Khan, he literally is going back on every most of the things he said in the beginning when he first started AEW. I don't know if you remember, he, he said back in the day, he's like, oh, I don't want to have too many titles. You know, we're going to have we're gonna have a world title, a mid-card belt, a women's belt, and tag team belts. Too late for Dude, that. Dude, you have they- like 17 belts now, like, with more coming. <sighs> just too much. Just too much. Like, And again, you like you said, it could work with, uh, you know, defending it against people from different, like, uh, countries and backgrounds and stuff like that. It could work, but it just makes everything so complicated. Like, why? You know? Like, why? Well, well, we'll wait and see, but I'm sure the Fatal Four Way at Forbidden Door is going to be amazing. Yeah, sure, it'll be a great match. All right, dude. Let's uh, let's go more into blending in Dynamite and New Japan. We mentioned Tanahashi went over Goto to advance for this uh, interim World Championship. Oh, Tony Khan loves interim titles too. We can't forget about that yeah. either. Yeah, can't yeah. those. We had a really dope match on Dynamite. Kyle mm-hmm. O'Reilly went over in the Battle Royal, and mm-hmm. I think this was a really smart pick to face Moxley in the main event of Dynamite. I thought this match was really, really good. And I also liked prior to the match how you had like a kind of like a flashback to NXT where William Regal's like talking to the Undisputed Era or Undisputed yeah, Elite. That was cool. like kind of like a flashback to like their NXT day. So like I really enjoyed that and I really enjoyed the match. I think it was like a very hard hitting match. Yeah, yeah, it was it was a great match, and I knew it would be a good match. Kyle O'Reilly's obviously fantastic. I'd love to see him get a singles run in AEW. Uh, he signed there for a long time, so I'm sure he'll get uh, more big singles matches in main event spots like that. But I just hate how AEW went went about this. Uh, they just made it too damn predictable for me. Uh, you know, like I listen. I know they only had a few days to really like figure out what they were going to do because CM Punk's announcement came like at the last minute. But man, like to do this battle royal, you don't even have a bunch of top stars in it. Uh, you got guys one through five in the rankings. All right, put Mox aside; he's the number one contender. Guys like two through f- two through five were like not even in it. Um, I understand you want to protect these guys, but man, oh man, like I and you probably—I don't know if you'll agree. I know some people don't agree, but like the notion that in pro wrestling, 
guys can't lose or else they're buried and their momentum is done like is just absolutely ridiculous to me I agree. it should be presented as a realistic fight okay in ufc a guy could be on a hot streak and he can lose because it's real okay don't you want to present pro wrestling like that too i mean i threw out this uh in one of our group chats and everybody disagreed i would have done john moxley versus wardlow number one contender main event of dynamite and you know have Mox go over, and I get it. I know Wardlow just had a big win over MJF. He's been on a roll. He's hot. I get it. Losing to John Moxley is no shame. That's not going to hurt Wardlow in the slightest. It's going to elevate him because he's a main event spot with a big top guy like that, and he can show that he can go. Because let's be honest, other than MJF, who has Wardlow really faced? Okay, CM Punk. Other than those two, who has Wardlow really faced as a top guy in AEW in a, in a main event spot? Okay, Cody a few years ago. Not really many top guys though he's been fighting a lot of jobbers okay and how and right now it doesn't look like they have a plan for wardlow they well, really don't he's fighting the security guards next week this week on on the show bro and they have no they have nothing for wardlow at the moment why not put him in the main event with mox make it less predictable even though i know a lot of people will probably assume that mox is going over but if you have wardlow in there it's two top dogs and again it would help wardlow out it would make the rankings you know <laughs> make sense I just hated the stupid battle royal where you got the ass boys in it. You got the acclaimed. You got all these dumb jobbers. I mean, you know. Yeah, and again, Kyle O'Reilly and Mox was great, but <clears throat> nobody believed Kyle O'Reilly was going over. I mean, it's just it was too predictable. I did. I do agree with you when it can't. When oh, I agree, I agree with you on a couple points. The battle royal, I think they should have like amped it up with a couple more like heavy hitters that where it would have been believable. Um, and then also on the Warlow topic. I didn't really like his explanation on Wednesday where he said, right. <laughs> where he said like, Oh, um, you know, I, I don't want to be involved with the battle Royal. Cause he's, you know, I want to beat our champion, which is CM Punk. And I want to get a chance to face CM Punk. And I'm like, wait a minute, your chance to get to CM Punk is, right. in theory is to win the battle Royal advance to this match and then go to forbidden door, crown yourself as interim champion. So then you could, you know, in theory, meet Punk whenever Punk comes back and be, declare yourself as the world champion. And also, you beat Punk, all right? Like, not, like be, you beat the shit out of Punk. Like, you didn't beat him in a match, but you beat the crap out of Punk before. So, yeah. like, you could say, like, you know I have your number. Like, you could have told, like, a great story there. So I didn't really yeah. like Warlow's explanation on why he wasn't part of a battle royal. Like, oh, he, well, you no. know. So it, it's basically his golden ticket to CM Punk. Mm -hmm. And now he's settling for the TNT title. And, you know, I, you know, Brian says, you know, he's next in line for the TNT oh, title. Oh, I agree with know, that. They, so they have a plan for him. Yeah, I get that. But it just feels like, feels like he's settling. I just feel like the way they've built this guy up, he's like, he, he's, he's a world champ. It feels like he's above the TNT title. Maybe he'll challenge Jonathan Grisham for the Ring of Honor World Championship. Yeah, hey. Maybe, but honestly, I wouldn't go that route because he's an AEW guy. So I would not, I would not make him a, a Ring of Honor guy. Come on, he's got to be Ring know. of Honor, AEW, um, whatever else. They're all together, bro. It's all. Together. Oh, I know. Everything's intertwined, man. I mean, God, I feel so bad for people that like don't follow like we follow, and like they God, they must be so freaking confused. You see these, you see Will Osprey. You're like, who the hell is this Will Osprey guy showing who, up? Yeah, and, then, and then Osprey's not even holding a title from New Japan. He's holding a Rev Pro Championship. Right, right. You're like, what the hell is Rev Pro? And then you see like all these like, 
randoms. You see all these random titles. You see Joe coming out with the Ring of Honor belt. You know, yeah, for like shits every- and giggles, I kind of want to see John Moxley come out with the GCW World Championship. <laughs> Why not? Why not? More t- The more titles, the merrier on the show. Everybody gets a title. God. Nobody walks out without one. Man. All championship wrestling. Okay. <laughs> Dude, yeah, it's 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 becoming very uh very oversaturated, man. I just I don't like it. Yeah, I get the frustration. Even though I, I'm I'm here for the All Atlantic Championship, okay? I'm here for it, but I do get the frustration now. There's so many titles. Like, listen, Tony Khan needs to get the ball rolling with this Ring of Honor project. I don't know what he's going, <laughs> yeah. where he's going with this, but like we need to and it's not like besides FTR. And I guess Samoa, you can make the argument for Samoa Joe, too. It's not like we see these Ring of Honor champions, like, on Dynamite or Rampage. Like, when was the last time we saw Mercedes Martinez, like, on TV? Right. She's defending the the, the belt on Dark half the time, I see. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, that, that's really going to get the belt over, you know? It's just like, it's, uh, listen, I know they announced the pay-per-view, right, for July, if I'm not mistaken, for they, Ring of Honor. It, I don't think they, did they make that announcement public? I know Fightful first reported it. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, I maybe it wasn't official, but that's where I must have seen it then. Um, yeah, I mean, Tony Khan's got to get the ball rolling on this. Let ROH be its own entity because right now it's just, I don't want to say it's dragging down AEW, but it's just like... It's ugh, too much. Like, I, I don't it's know. too much. And I, yeah, like I don't, obviously, like I'm, I'm interested in the new Ring of Honor, but I just don't want to see Ring of Honor shit on AEW. I just don't. I really don't want right. to see any of that. And also, once Forbidden Door is over with, I honestly really don't even want to see New Japan shit on AEW. I really don't. I just want things to be their own separate thing. Yeah, it's cool to cross-promoting and stuff like that, but bro, every week we have some random, bro. Like, we had David Finley on, on, on this past week's Dynamite. Why? We had that guy, uh, Taka, Takshida, whatever his name is, from Japan. Like, yeah, all right, he's good, but, like, dude, you got guys on your roster that you're not right, even using, and right. you're bringing in these randoms yep. week after week after week, and it just makes no sense. Yeah, like, who the I don't fuck know. is like, this guy? Like, I just don't want that, no, so I, agree. I don't know. I agree 1,000%. You mentioned, we mentioned uh, Mercedes Martinez defending the Ring of Honor Women's Championship uh, on Dark, you know, like kind of like what you said, like, yeah, because that's going to really get over, get her over as a champion, et cetera, because, like, anybody watches Dark. I, I know I don't, but... Let's talk about the AEW Women's Champion. That's Thunder Rosa. How do you feel about her booking as a champion? Because to me, it's been very like bad. <laughs> yeah, it's been very like what the fuck. Like even this past week on Wednesday, like when she had this match with um, what's her face, um, Marina Shafir. Ma- Marina Shafir. Like exactly. Yeah, Thunder Rosa went over, but it's not like she got like a dominant win against her. And also, then you have her getting attacked by Marina, and then Tony Storm makes a save. It's like I don't want to say that Thunder Rosa is getting buried, but you're not making our women's champion. Because we don't have a world champion anymore because the scene punk is her. So, you know, the other world champion is Thunder Rosa. It's like, it's like you're not making her important. Like, no. she was so hot chasing for the title, right? And I'm not saying she's hot now because the fans react to her all the time. They, they want to see Thunder Rosa, right? They're not tired of Thunder Rosa. But it's like you're not treating her as a big deal. Yeah, yeah. The booking's been terrible, man. Um, I don't understand uh, the Marina Shafir match at all. Marina Shafir is terrible. Um, god awful. Okay, I don't even know why she challenged for the belt. Looks like now with Tony Storm into the picture, it looks like they're they're gonna get the ball rolling on yeah. a, an actual good feud for Thunder Rosa. So that's good. I'd love to see her and Tony Storm. 
Um, yeah, I mean, they got to utilize their women's division a lot better. They really do. That's just the bottom line. I mean, right now, they have to start building up people for Jade Cargill, who's believable to, to dethrone her, because right now, there's nobody on the roster that I could see dethroning her. I know a lot of people want it to be Chris Statlander, and I'm all for that. But again, you got to build her up. But you can't just have her randomly challenge Jade and beat her. I mean, that just seems like the whole entire streak would have been a waste of time. You need to build up somebody like her, uh, you know, so that it's a big deal when it happens. Um, yeah, and like I said, Thunder Rosa, there, there's women there to challenge her. They're just not booking it correctly. So um, I know it's early. Uh, I think the same thing happened with Britt Baker's reign at first, too. It was very underwhelming. It was very blah. Uh, so let's hope that over time, you know, again, they start booking it better. You got Tony Storm. Looks like she's going to be in the mix now. Um, you know, you got other women there. Freaking utilize them, for God's sake. You know how AEW does, like, these gimmick shows? Like, you know, next week is going to be, like, Road Rager, right? And Yeah. The, you know, we have two, like, big matches already announced. But what they should do for, like, Tony Storm and Thunder Rosa, first of all, when that match happens, I think it should be the main event. And they should, like, gimmick yeah. Dynamite and call it AEW Thunderstorm. You see what I did there? Thunderstorm. Wow, look at you. That's look at you. Somebody did. give this man a paycheck. I mean, Come I on. listen, I'm just a talker. This is what I do. Tony okay? Khan on the phone. <laughs> just, uh, you, know, you know what? You don't even need to get him on the phone. Just tweet it at him. You know, he seems to listen to the fans' inputs a lot. Listen, so. AW Thunderstorm. That would be like a great, I like great game. Like and, and they'll be the main event because that's the main, yeah. main event caliber match. I love it. I love it. Let's <laughs> do it. I'm down for it. Let's go. I want to see those two go at it. and That'd, that'd be dope. Oh, yeah, yeah, it should be a great match. Um, let's see. What else do we have on the AEW front? Anything else that we didn't touch on AEW that I'm forgetting here? Um, CM Punk had a successful surgery. I mean, yeah, it's good to hear. I read a I read a rumor. I don't know how true it is. The rumor is that he'll should be able to go and be cleared towards the end of this year. I don't know how true that rumor is, though. I'm still holding out hope for all, for out. all out. Me too. Me, yeah. too. Me too. I mean, because, you know, um, I think the foot injury is like six weeks or something like that, four to six weeks. Depending on the severity of it. and you It know. just depends. Yeah, yeah, it just depends. Uh, you know, I'm sure he's going to work his ass off to get back as soon as possible. But I'm holding out hope. And I'm sure Tony Khan and maybe even CM Punk and himself are holding out hope they could possibly do, uh, you know, that undisputed world title match <clears throat> at all out. You know, Punk versus Mox or if it's Punk versus Tanahashi. Um yeah, I I just feel like that should be the the marker right there, or you know Arthur Ashe because Arthur Ashe is going to be in September too, and he obviously you know they haven't AEW hasn't announced when the Archer Ashe Stadium show is going to happen, right? They haven't announced like a date yet. Any any no rumors? no they have not. Um, but it's it's probably going to be in September. I think Meltzer reported that. I, I think Meltzer reported that they have a date. They just haven't announced it yet. But it's probably going to be in September. Um, probably the same time I would think. Probably around your birthday again. I, I'm trying to think because. I... I might be wrong at this, but I feel like when they first announced the Archer Ash show last year, I feel like it was like around this time and it was already out. Like I could be yeah. wrong. I think it was. Yeah, I think it was around this time. It's probably like June. Um, yeah, maybe they'll announce it soon. I mean, I'm still waiting for an announcement on All Out. Yeah, they haven't even announced that yet. And that comes before. Re- like reports Ash, so. here saying that they're planning to use it in September. Yeah, yeah, just like last year. So last year, it. last year fell on my birthday. And Grand I got Slam, an, twenty twenty, and I got an amazing birthday present with Omega and and Brian. Yeah, they're they're gonna have uh, they have tough shoes to fill for for uh for the show this year. Yeah. Last year's show was freaking just last awesome. year's show because I you know it's a dynamite show and then obviously the rampage taping, but just overall the whole show just felt like a pay per view. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a long night with the two hour rampage too, but 
man, that was one of the best, uh, most memorable shows yeah. I've been to, man. That that Kenny Omega Brian Danielson match is just, uh, I mean, God, that's yeah. just one of the most unbelievable matches I've ever seen. Still, yeah. All right, let's move on to. Um, oh, one last thing. One last thing on AEW. I almost forgot about this. We talked about the tag division kind of being like, yeah, what, the, what the hell's going on with the AEW tag division, right? Like, they have mm-hmm. so many great tag teams, and it's like, what the fuck? What are they doing here, right? Well, mm-hmm. they announced a fucking ladder match for next week. It's yeah. Jurassic Express, the Hardys, and the Young Bucks. I fully expect new tag champions after this. You think, you think the Young Bucks, or you think the Hardys? No, they got to put it on the Bucks, bro. Listen, I know they, they have to put it on the Bucks. I'm sorry. I like Jurassic Express, especially Jungle Boy. I think there's a lot of potential with him, but I'm mm-hmm. I'm, I'm over them being a t- no, tag team I, champions. No, I agree. I agree. 100%. The Hardys. Listen, I love the Hardys. Okay, it's past their time. But listen, man, you saw what we got at Double or Nothing, bro. It, it was while the crowd was invested in the match, the match was just not good, and the Young Bucks are doing everything in their power to. To, and listen, even Duke is not happy with with how that match happened, <laughs> yeah. right? Even Duke's not he happy. He's even against the He's decision, even man. against it. Like, he the, didn't like it. Like, listen, the Hardys <laughs> shouldn't have went over. And, and it's like the way you book the Hardys is you don't book them every week to have matches. Like, it just yeah. once it's in a while. Don't like it up. Once in a while. Right. Once in a while, ha- let them have a match. You know, I, I just. They're having a fucking ladder match. After, what was it, a couple weeks ago when Jeff and Darby beat the crap out of each other? And like. Dude. <laughs> Dude, I, I love the fact that like Jeff Hardy's Jeff Hardy's heard a double or nothing. Uh, they came out on like Matt Hardy's podcast that like he was like concussed. He does he barely remembers the match or whatever. And it's like, all right, he took a week off, and then all of a sudden Tony Khan's just like, "Yo, Jeff, are you good? You cleared? All right, ladder match. Go next week. Like <laughs> some like, good shit. Absolutely no fucks given. Like he's gonna throw himself off the ladder now. Like, dude, I- I'm I'm worried about Jeff Hardy. I've never actually felt this way before, but man, like. I was excited when he came to AEW, and let me tell you, I just feel like it's uh, a recipe for disaster. We saw how Matt Hardy's AEW run got off to a, a bad start, that, those injuries. Jeff Hardy's oh. start to AEW has just been absolutely god-awful. Listen, uh, I was okay. Listen, I was all on board with Jeff Hardy showing up, making his debut on Dynamite, making the save for Matt Hardy, throwing the Jeff Hardy, you know, dance, making that mid, little dance. mid-entrance, mid-entrance while making the save. I was all for that. Listen, you got to book the Hardy smart, and... Yeah. To me, putting them in all these crazy fucking matches, it's like, what are you They're doing, They're blowing their man? load already. Right! Yeah. Like, how many, I mean, this is not, oh. Well, I mean, uh, no, like, they haven't been fighting. They haven't fought in a ladder match. But, like, dude, Jeff Hardy has jumped off of, like, everything two ladders already. And he's already, he's only been in AEW for, like, a month. So he's going to jump off another one, a third one. Like, dude, he's, like, I don't know, man. Like, they're going to kill this guy. Uh, it's, uh, I'm all for them getting one last run, the Hardys, at, with the tag titles. But as far as like a Jeff Hardy singles run in AEW goes, hell freaking no, man. This that's just I don't see that do, happening. Do you? Think, I don't think he's built to go anymore like that. Do you think they're gonna really pull the trigger and put the tag titles on the Hardys on Wednesday? They probably will. Mm, I, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not saying on Wednesday necessarily. Uh, but yeah, eventually, yeah, I think they will. Yeah. Man, I just I don't. I don't see. I don't see them not becoming tag champs. I, no way. I just feel you. You gotta get me. I'm a Bucks fan. I love. <laughs> I listen. I love the Young Bucks. All right. Oh, I'm biased. I'm a biased Young Bucks diehard. Well. And I just feel like, come on, man! You just had this amazing match with the Lucha Brothers. What was like two weeks ago? The the FTR match is like, just put the title back on the Bucks, bro. Like, come on. Yeah, they they probably will, and then you know maybe um, FTR and the Young Bucks go at it again, and, and maybe FTR wins. Or especially like that. now too, because 
if you notice, I, I'm. I feel like everything happens for a reason, especially with AEW, when because I'm, you know, I'm paying attention to detail, right? If you mm-hmm. notice, the Bucks shaved all their facial hair, and now it's like they're kind of going back to like the old school Bucks, like. They have like the uh, Matt has like the sideburns going again, again, and and Nick is completely shaved. Like, I feel like we're getting like the slow turn where we're gonna get like the old version of the Bucks where they turn face, and maybe around the time when Kenny Omega comes back. Because listen, when Kenny Omega comes back, there's no way he's gonna be a heel. He's gotta be. He's gonna be a baby. Yeah, he can't be a heel. Yeah, yeah, I agree with that, hundred percent. Yeah, I mean, usually upon your uh, a return like that, you come back as a baby face. Mm-hmm. So, so I, I feel like the you know the, where the money's at at some point is the undisputed era versus the elite, right? Like that, that's where the yeah. money's at, and yeah. I feel like when you do that feud, when you start teasing it, they have to slow build it. Like uh, one thing about AEW too, at times they they stretch out long term storytelling, right? Which that's good, but then when uh, when it comes to other things, they pull the trigger too quick, and I feel like with an undisputed era and elite story. You got to let that shit stretch out. Like, I mm-hmm. want to see, like, a slow build kind of like a la Whites and Shield, a la Shield and Evolution. Like, you remember, like, when they used to have those face-offs before they even touched how the crowd was just losing their fucking minds? Like, mm-hmm. I want to see something like that where tension finally starts getting into the group, and then that's when the lines are draw with all six men. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, listen, especially like the Kenny Omega and uh, Adam Cole dissension, you know, like that's mm-hmm. got to be a slow burn. We've already saw, we already saw that little tease right before Kenny left yeah. TV. Yep. Uh, yeah, that's that. It can't just be like Kenny comes back and starts attacking Adam Cole. Like I would start building towards that slowly. Yeah. Keep throwing little teases, like you know, there's there's tension in the group and stuff like that. Um, yeah, dude. I know a lot of people are, are talking about that undisputed elite versus elite. Dude, I want to see the elite Kenny and the Bucks against. CMFTR, CM yeah. Punk and FTR, I want, I want man. I think too. that would be awesome too. I want to see that I, too. I just, yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I just feel like I know CM Punk's out now, but I think that group, uh, those three together, are just awesome. I, I, I think it's awesome. Also too, to also too with CMFTR, like I, I know FTR is like, uh, like they're on a high right now because like the fans just love them, right? But like if you could really stretch this out to like maybe like close to a year, you have CM Punk and FTR go full heel and then yeah. that's when yeah. that's when you have like omega and the bucks as faces against cmftr oh god dude take my money that'd be so freaking good mm-hmm. that uh road rager next week we got this hair versus hair match between ortiz and jericho who who do you got here man do you think jesus christ who, who, who do you think is getting their head shaved jericho. i don't think it's i don't think it's gonna be jericho you think it's gonna be ortiz uh, i'm leaning yeah. towards ortiz yeah, yeah, I'd probably uh, say Ortiz. That's a safe bet. I, I mean, uh, J- Jericho with uh, with his head shaved. Yeah, I don't know, man. I don't know. I mean, he's he's still he's got his band and stuff too. He's got he's all over the place. Like with uh, you know, he's he's a big name. He's a big ad- advertiser. I don't think he's he's not gonna go bald. I know I mean, some. I know some people look. were saying like, oh, he should just have shave his head because he has that bald spot. But I'm like, he only has nah. this bald spot when his hair's like fucking loose after he just wrestled like a fucking over 20 minute match but when his hair is tied you can't tell the man's ball like has yeah a ball I, mean, I don't really look at that yeah, yeah. some people are weird man yeah uh, uh, yeah but i i just think the whole hair versus hair gimmick is so stupid man i just think it's uh i, I never really liked that in pro wrestling i always thought it was so dumb mm-hmm. um 
but you know we're getting Beca- it again because so. they took it from the original which was the mask versus the mask in mexico and then mexicans figured out that hey we can't do mask versus mask so let's do hair again it goes back to what you guys were saying with they just bring people out and you don't know what the hell's going on that whole hair yeah. versus hair it's a whole pride shit right now it's just two guys that are talking about hair that's it <laughs> What's the obsession with cutting some guy's hair? Exactly. Like, like you talked about my mama. I want to cut your hair. No. (laughs) Cody Rhodes, he also had a successful surgery. And WWE put out this, uh, not a press release, but kind of this post saying like he's going to be out for nine months. You think you believe that? You think that's uh, that's, um, WWE, you know, you know, putting, trying to, you know, boost up, you know, trying to put a little bit more like, Sasson, a little bit more seasoning to the the story, the Cody Rhodes surgery um, situation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I think so. I don't think he's about nine months. Um, he'll probably be out like six months. I mean, maybe even less. I mean, I don't know, dude. Cody Rhodes is a freaking workhorse. I could see him busting his freaking ass to get back uh, as soon as possible. But yeah, I guess safe bet says Royal Rumble. But man, that's so far away, dude. I don't know. I uh, I want Cody Rhodes back on WWE TV way so- way sooner than that. Well, it's not gonna happen in Money in the Bank. There's no way. <laughs> Even no, though he's no, on, the, no. even though he's on the fucking poster after they took Roman fucking off of it, because now Roman's not gonna even be on the show. Yeah, they have a new poster now. It's with uh, Seth Rollins and uh, and Becky Lynch. So uh, no, Cody Rhodes is not gonna be back for Money in the Bank, nor should he. Um, I laughed when he teased that. I was like, God damn, what a freaking madman this guy is. Uh, it sucks. It sucks that he's not gonna be there for that. Um, it sucks he's not gonna be there for any of this, man. SummerSlam, nothing. Like everything upon his return, like he wants to do SummerSlam again and all this good stuff, and now you gotta wait. You know, so long. You, um, you know, Money in the Bank is another show that, you know, maybe not as high um, standard the way, like, Forbidden Door is being portrayed. But, like, Money in the Bank, it's, like, another show that you could say it's been cursed. Because we had, like, this interesting, like, vignette with Cody Rhodes. Cody right. Rhodes talking about um, the Money in the Bank. And he's, like, the winner of the Money in the Bank has a chance to main event WrestleMania. And you know that happened by design. It wasn't just a mistake. Right, and then right. what happens? They get taken out of that stadium. They go to the MGM Graham. Looks like Roman's not going to be part of the show, you know, because now WWE wants to just only book Roman for stadium shows, even though he's going to wrestle in SmackDown. Like, it's all rumor. So, you know, I feel yeah. like there's like a gray area there. But Roman looks like, you know, not going to be part of this show. And that's going to be two pay per views in a row where he's not going to be involved. And now your second biggest star in the company. Now he's fucking hurt. What the fuck? The one that had the most steam behind him. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, dude. I don't know. It's rough. I don't really know what that card's going to look like. I mean, that's that's a ballsy move for WWE to even run that weekend in the first place. Fourth of July weekend in Vegas. Going up against the big UFC weekend for International Fight Week where UFC is bringing their best card like they always do. It's the biggest weekend of the year for them. It's going on the same night in Vegas. Um, I believe it's probably T-Mobile Arena. It's, uh, yeah, dude, I don't know how they're going to sell tickets for that. I mean, I'm sure they will now that they move to the MGM Grand, but still, you got to sell a decent amount of tickets for that venue still. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, besides the Money in the Bank matches, I really know what else they're going to put on that show. If there's no Roman, there's no Cody. I mean, you could have a John Cena match, I guess, but, um, you know, no Randy Orton. He's still not around. I mean, yeah, dude, I, I, don't, I don't know. It's not looking good, especially coming out off of such a high for Mania. And we were, we were like, really yeah. excited and optimistic. Like, yo, man, like, WWE's getting their shit together, whatever. And now yeah. it looks like, listen, I'm, I'm going to be completely honest with you. SmackDown now is, like, unwatchable. Like, I, I just can't do it. Oh, 
dude, I do not watch SmackDown at all. The only reason I'll throw Raw on is because, you know, Monday nights, and I come home from from work, I'm not really doing much. It's on. There's nothing else on, you know, unless there's a, a baseball game on or something like that. You know, I'll watch that. I'll flip back and forth mm-hmm. just to see what's going on with Cody and stuff like that. So it's a little bit more yeah, bearable. Than Raw, I used to always be excited for, like, what was going on with Cody. Like, that, to me, was, like, the yeah. highlight of the show. And I'm sure, you know, the Pecker has like, you guys are just crapping on WWE. Like, listen, we, we, we criticize New Japan. We criticize AEW. You, you're really going to sit here and argue with us and say, like, WWE's putting out fantastic product? No, it's not. How many times are we going to see, like, a fucking New Day versus Sheamus and company match? Like, come on. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. I mean, dude, SmackDown, like I said, unwatchable. Um, I don't even put it on. I was home Friday night, and I didn't even bother putting it on. It's just... Uh, Literally not interested in anything that's going on on that show. And, uh, yeah, that's what Fox paid that top dollar for, that shit show that you get on Friday nights. It's 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 absolutely god-awful. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. Um, it doesn't even look like at this point, too. As much as I want to go to Nashville, I was going to go it's to Nashville for SummerSlam. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, not looking. I'm good. Nah, yeah, I'm yeah, so I'm good. good. I'm, good. I'm not even looking at another WWE show until, like, next year, to be honest. Because I just... Especially with Cody out, again, there's just yeah. nothing. And Roman Reigns I, not fighting on all listen, these shows. I, Why am I going to go? Who am I going to go see? During WrestleMania, I, I said it on the show, and I also told you, I wish I was in Dallas for WrestleMania weekend. Not just for WrestleMania, but just overall, like some of the just yeah. great shows that happened that weekend, right? And I'm like, man, this, this WrestleMania was fucking amazing. I loved it. And I was excited for what, what, the direction we were going. WrestleMania Backlash, you know, even though it's a stupid name. But still, even that show was really fucking good. And I was like, man, it, WWE's going in a great direction. And, and I was, we talked about it. I think I might want to start going back to WWE shows again. And at SummerSlam, if it, they amp it up, why, why the fuck not? I, I want to go to Nashville. Why not? Yeah, yeah. And now I'm just like, fuck that, bro. <laughs> I don't give a shit. Dude, for shits and gigs, I looked up flights and I looked up like the prices for SummerSlam. You know, you know the the show. It's at the um, it's at the Tennessee Titans football stadium. Yeah. They're only selling half the stadium, bro. The ticket prices are insane, dude, and and the flights are insane now. Flights anywhere, you know, to go anywhere. Yeah. Of course, you know, for Forbidden Door, they yep. were through the roof. So, uh, yeah, it's just it's it's not worth it, especially for a show that's not even going to be that good. Yeah, uh, it's unfortunate, you know, but no Cody Rhodes, no Roman Reigns, you know, due to his new. Uh, you know his lane. Gonna be rough, bro. It's gonna be it's rough. gonna be pretty rough, man. Cause man, they're gonna pulse John Cena and Brock Lesnar back. They listen. They gotta do something. They um they they have to. They really gotta do something drastic. And speaking of drastic, that's what we thought. You know, especially with the direction of what um, Edge Appreciation Society now. You know, yeah. Judgment Day, the new Judgment Day, the new Judgment Day. Um, the direction they're going in, and we thought it was like, listen. They, I, we felt like the reason why they turned on Edge is because of the the domino effect of Cody Rhodes getting hurt. They need another baby face, etc. But it looks like that's not even the case. It looks like Edge and WWE are at odds because Edge had a certain vision of what Judgment Day should be, and WWE does WWE things, and they just try to add like the supernatural element to the group, and that's not what Edge wanted. And listen, I'm siding with my guy Edge in this one because. Edge is not a supernatural character. Even when he was in the brood, even when he was in the ministry, he was not a supernatural character. It's just like how can you how can you all sound all of a sudden throw this like supernatural element to a guy that's first of all, he's a Hall of Famer and he's established already. It's not like he's a new guy picking up a new gimmick. 
It's not that. Like, it worked for The Fiend and Bray Wyatt. It worked for The Undertaker. That all worked because that's how you started their, their, their run with the mm-hmm. supernatural element, okay? It even worked for Alexa Bliss when he... When Alexa Bl- when Bray Wyatt took over, like, kind of Alexa Bliss's mind. That kind of worked, too. But, like, with yeah. Edge, how can you throw this supernatural element to Edge when... How did he get there? Like, why all of a sudden th- this is happening to him? Like, it, it, with no explanation. Of course it's not going to fucking work. And we even talked about it. How many times did Damon Priest have these matches, right? And then all of a sudden, like, the match isn't even over. And he's just, like, kind of praying to, like... I don't know, to some type of god with the purple light, etc. For no apparent reason. Then when you come back from commercial break, the match is over, no explanation. Like, what? What what happened? Dude, I hope they don't add supernatural powers to Finn Balor, man. Ugh. That just sounds awful. But yeah, good for Edge. He's like, nah, I ain't doing that shit. You know, I didn't come back out of retirement to be a supernatural character. You know, I'm fucking Edge, man. I I'm, I got a legacy behind me. I'm not going to screw it up because Bruce has some weird fetish with magic, you know? Like, it's just... uh again i don't i just don't know how how this guy is in the position that he is in i really don't i mean his mind just works in weird ways bro like i would never never in my life think to add a supernatural power gimmick to edge of all people i mean i wouldn't even do it for any of these people like you said it works for the fiend it works for undertaker those type of characters but there's nobody on the current roster right now that it's going to work for it's and and also too all that crap worked when we were in that pandemic era and there was no actual fans in the arena and they could edit the shit out of all that, you know, like what they did with Alexa bliss and all of that stuff. Right. Supernatural powers in front of a live audience. It's not going to work, man. Nobody, nobody's falling for that shit. All right. Like it's just too corny. It's too cheesy. And, uh, yeah, I mean, it's just, it's beyond ridiculous. So I'm glad edge spoke up and you know, if that's the reason why they, they, you know, kicked him out of the group. I'm not even so sure that that's the only reason why they kicked him out of the group. I still think it's because they needed more baby faces and, you know, the Cody Rose injury and stuff like that. Um, but hey, one way or another, I'm glad he's out of the group. And uh, I'm looking forward to that Finn Balor Edge match whenever we get that. And uh, we'll that, see where the Judgment a, Day group goes. That'll probably be a SummerSlam match. Yeah. And I'm yeah. hoping and by they wrote Edge off, so he'd probably come back around SummerSlam. And I don't know what Edge has to do, but maybe put some like hair growth, something like something going on with his hair. Because, like, uh, Yo, my man really cut his hair, changed his whole presentation for this stable, for only for WWE to WWE. Yeah, yeah, I know. It's just, it, I mean, I do love his the new theme song. I really do. No, but it's I funny do now too. Because- I do too. But like, why couldn't you just let Edge do his thing? Like, I know. I know. Why do you have to just add more shit to it for no reason? Now I guess they gotta change that theme song of the Judgment Day. It's no, it can't be. Uh, I mean, I, I think they'll change like the little intro where it's like you think you know me, or you, yeah. well, you never did. I feel like they'll ch- get rid of that. And you probably, still think they're gonna keep that uh, Alter Bridge song? They'll probably still. It's it, but then it's like you have two Alter Bridge songs. I mean, I know. I don't, I don't know. know. I don't know, I don't bro. Know. I, I don't know. I WWE don't know. man, they're freaking. Uh, I mean, listen, we're t- we're talking about this at. 1.30 in the afternoon on a Sunday contemplating what they're going to do here. The show's tomorrow, and Bruce probably still has no clue what, what, what he's even going to do. So, you know. Yeah, man. WWE's in a weird place, man. Especially, like, you know, if I'm WWE, if I'm Vince or whoever, Nick Khan, I'm having, like, a meeting with Roman, and it's like, listen, I know we we made a certain deal with you for lesser dates, but, listen, no more house shows. Can you just work TV? Because we need the star power. Yeah. Like, we're in a jam right now. You know, Roman seems like a company guy. If 
He doesn't do house shows at all. Completely remove house shows and at least do one of the shows per week. Like this guy hasn't. It feels like this guy hasn't been on TV for like a good month already. I know, I know, and and you put both titles on him and right. to just not show up. Yo, I mean, and this, see, that's the that's the flip side to it, right? Like I know we 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 laughed a lot today about AEW and championships, right? But at least the championships get defended, you know? Right, right. At least the there's champions on TV, whether it's the yeah. Dynamites or the Rampages or the Darks, etc., whatever. At least the championships are getting defended. We have champions, all right? We have a lot of champions, but we have champions. Yo, the the dual world champion, okay, of WWE is not even on TV anymore. Yeah, no. He's just nowhere to be found. And then randomly next week, I, I don't. So I didn't watch SmackDown. Obviously, we just talked about how we don't watch it. So I don't even know how Riddle even got a title match in the first place. Again, it doesn't make sense. I don't really care. I think the match is going to be awesome. I'm looking forward to seeing Riddle and Roman. But right. I don't know how the hell he just jumped into the title picture. Now it's randomly going to be defended on SmackDown. Which hey, I'm fine with that. You wanted to put the you know defend the titles on on WWE TV. They don't do that a lot. So right. I'm all for that. It's also a way to pop the rating. It's also yep. a way to get people to tune in. Yep. Even though I'm probably still won't i'll watch that on my dvr the next day or something like that um but yeah i mean um, it's it's good that he's coming back but then like what he's gonna defeat riddle and then he's not gonna show up again until SummerSlam. you know i, I like i said i don't know i don't think they have a full plan for roman um but yeah i mean him not appearing it's the, the shows are suffering as a result of it so man and we and we, and we still have questions about like the whole dual champion situation yeah, you know, like yeah. We, we, same we, with the tag title situation. I don't know what the hell they're doing. They're gonna break them away. They're gonna just f- merge them, or are they just gonna come out carrying two sets of belts every single week? Like, uh, listen, if I'm WWE, man, I'm I'm making a call to Bray, bro. I, they need a star, dude. And I yeah, think, yeah. I know a lot of people have fantasy book Bray in other promotions, but Bray, I feel like, will only work best in WWE. Yep. He he doesn't need to go to AEW. He needs to stay away from AEW. I feel like no, Bray, he doesn't fit anywhere else. Right. Yeah, he, I agree. He needs to he needs to go back to WWE. I think. Like, why wouldn't you hire him again? Like I don't understand. You you're in desperate need. Bring him back. I mean he's he was a good merch seller. He was a uh, you know. Aren't they still selling like Fiend merch? Sure they are. Yeah. I mean, listen, I would not bring him back to the Fiend. That's done. That's dead and done. Right. Bring him back to the well, Eater of Worlds, back. Bray Wyatt. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, to me, it's a no-brainer, man. To me, it's an absolute no-brainer. I know you tweeted recently, too, that you know his time to return to wrestling is coming sooner rather than later. And I just feel like it has to be the WWE. It has to be. I know you mentioned right now, and we're, we're about to wrap up. I know you mentioned right now about the whole um, don't bring him back as a fiend. I still don't want the fiend character to just, just die. Just bring him for special occasions. Like, you remember during the pandemic era where... At one point, Bray Wyatt was like playing around with different versions of himself. Remember, like he returned as the Eater of the World at one point. Yeah, had a match with yeah, Braun yeah. Strowman. Like I, I like the 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 many faces of Bray. Like if he goes like in that direction, like I'm not saying we have to see the Fiend a lot or frequently, but like when he needs to go even darker, yeah. then you bring oh, yeah. that out. Then I'm I, I like that. Yeah, you don't have to kill it forever, you know. Right. Um, but as a regular TV character, you know, I just feel like. Uh, I don't know. I wouldn't. I wouldn't bring him back um, as that permanently. Love to see like, like on. I don't know. I don't know where you go from here, right? How do you return Bray? But like, you know, just to set up a program, something happens or whatever. Like they kind of just like 
someone like Seth or I don't know, someone else, some another major heel, maybe even Roman or like says something like, Oh, I'm untouchable or this or that or like, you know, nobody could touch me, et cetera, and then you just hear like the remember like the brace intro I'm gonna try, I'm gonna try to look it up on YouTube right now, but yeah. Like yeah. something like that, I think it would it would pop. Like imagine yeah. imagine something like that. Just hearing that little snippet of it and then you like kinda like prolong it before you hear Bray Wyatt saying like you know, insert like name of city saying, yeah, well, I'm, I'm here. Oh, yeah, or I'm yeah. here. Or I'm back. You can even do it for when he does make the return. He's like, I'm back. Yeah. 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 Totally, bro. Bring, give me Hawaiian shirt, uh, Bray Wyatt back with the rocking chair, full gimmick, the lantern. Give me that. Give me that back, man. I miss that. Uh, that was when Bray Wyatt was at his best, in my opinion. That was my favorite version of Bray Wyatt, without a doubt, by far. Um, God. I mean, they screwed that up. He lost to a lot of top guys, but man, he was in some good programs and it was fun. It was fun to watch. Like something like this. I think I got it right here. Like you hear something like that, like someone like Seth or Roman talking shit or whatever. And then all of a sudden you just hear this. Yeah. Yo, how, yo, that place will lose their fucking mind. Oh man, that's pop me. Yeah. Hold on. I mean, this is the wides, but. that yeah man like I, they need a star the, the second cody got hurt and i know there was like a lot of like rumors and speculation like bray was going to return at the hell in the cell but like the second we knew cody got hurt or whatever even like if obviously bray didn't come back but like yo they need a major star wwe needs something they need something and especially with roman kind of being like in a in a like part-time s deal you need something like whatever bray wants just give it to him give him like a yeah. cody deal where it seems like Cody has say on what he's doing. Yeah. You know, if to me, it seems like with the Cody deal, they're kind of giving him bullet points, and he's like, okay, you're feuding with this guy or whatever, and they're giving him bullet points or whatever, and whatever Cody deal is, give that shit to Bray. Yeah, he deserves it, man. He deserves it. And, you know, Cody's great and all, but, like, you can even make the case that, like, Bray Wyatt knows how to reinvent himself more, and he's got mm-hmm. more of a creative mind. And, again, it's not taking anything away from Cody. I'm just saying, like, Bray Wyatt's got he's a genius man like uh, he's he's got a lot of things up his sleeve like he could do so many different things like yeah to me it's a no-brainer um yeah I, I hope they bring him back I really do I do I think that's it bro I think we covered mostly everything we needed to cover we talked about Dominion we talked about Forbidden Door we talked about all the 85 championships that AEW has um any MJF news nothing on MJF right that shit's quiet on MJF yeah it's, it's pretty quiet I don't know uh they haven't posted about him. You know, there was no mention of, you he's know, his promo or anything. He's so. completely removed from AEW's existence. The shop, yeah. the the intro packages, all that shit. He's completely gone. So that, it, I'm still intrigued by it, but it's also like, it worries me. It's too soon to kind of like come up with like a full judgment, but it's still yeah. like, I really hope they have an end goal for this, you know? Because I, I don't want this to be where... He cuts his fucking historical promo, and then there's no follow-up to it, you know? Yeah, I'm sure they will. I'm sure they'll follow up on it, but it's it might not be for a while, you know? I don't know how long he's going to be off TV for, but, um, yeah, I don't know. Like I said, I, I don't really – I don't know the next time we see him. It's definitely going to be interesting, but they have not advertised them or anything. Yeah, I don't know. I do. I think we're ready to wrap up. Um. 
Leo, you got anything to say, bro? <laughs> Losradio.com. <laughs> That's it? <laughs> All right, Ryan, give me your plugs then. At Lucha Outsiders on Twitter, man. That's about it. Next week, I think, will be our final show. That's Forbidden Door Weekend. We are not doing the show because I'll be in Chicago. Um, and then next weekend, we got Slammiversary and... I don't know what else is happening and whatever happening on Dynamite. So Next weekend, we have to do it on Saturday, I think. Yeah, Saturday. All we'll right. talk about it off we'll, we'll talk about it off there. All right. You can find me at Rated Arses 87. Make sure you follow us at Lucha Outsiders everywhere. Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. If you missed anything or everything on today's episode, make sure you down subscribe to the podcast version of the show. iTunes, SoundCloud, and Fancy Apple Podcast. Tune in. La Mezcla app, Lotion.com, Stitcher, Spotify, iHeartRadio, wherever you get your podcast needs. And that is it. starting to crash now after being up all morning and all yeah. night for Dominion. I think we all are. I think we can cut this one short. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we covered everything we needed to cover. So, stay rated up. <laughs> oh. oh. <laughs> Damn, Leo. Leo looks like he's in a hurry. I gotta go, bro. Alright. Alright. For the old man Leo, that's clearly in a rush. Yeah. For Ryan Radar, I'm your truly Mr. My, Radar. My so dad just landed. I was supposed to be a half an hour ago. Dale. Till next time, keep <laughs> Radar and stay too sweet. <laughs>